Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 73 of Be With Me. Today we're going to talk about spiritual waiting, and we're going to talk about work, and we're going to talk about knowledge. And this all comes from one passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It's the last verse in chapter 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Therefore, my brother, I'm going to say it again. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. So let's start with the first word, which is therefore, which is, hey, because we have all this stuff going for us. Well, what is he talking about? Well, it's the rest of chapter 15. It's where Jesus stomps on death, or will stomp on death. There's a little bit of a future tense to this, where he declares victory. It's pointing towards that day, and he gives us the final answer when death is swallowed up in victory, that great passage. And uh, death gets eaten by a bigger and the biggest fish, which is Jesus. Tears are no more. Tears are wiped away forever. Pain is gone. Mourning is gone. Crying is gone. And it refers back to an Old Testament passage from Isaiah chapter 25, where the people are quoted in the future saying, hey, we've been waiting for this. We have waited for him. And so this started... This verse started out as, what is spiritual waiting? So these people are waiting for death to be swallowed up and for God to make this great conclusion. And so what do they do in the meantime? And I think this verse is a great definition of what is spiritual waiting. And here it is. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. So the first thing, is to be steadfast. So that is to stand. Stand firm. Don't get knocked off your, your mark. Uh, be unswerving. And he says it in a different way. Immovable. Don't let anything move you. The two things I want to get to today are uh, abounding in the work of the Lord and knowing, knowing that your labor is not in vain. So there's work and there's knowing. Let's talk about the uh, abounding in the work of the Lord for. So first of all, it's work. So different terms, none of them are fancy. Labor, work, toil, that's translated different ways. So there is some effort required. Secondly, is is how much are we talking about? Now, the word that's used is abounding. And that is a word which means that there's it's over and above. It even means super abounding. It would be it'd be like a Christian being able to say to to say, hey, I worked too much. I did more than enough. I had work left over. And so I don't know if I can accuse anybody of this, um, but the, the heart, I want us to, to, to move our hearts towards doing uh, too much. Now, this is something that we do. It's very practical. So all this great stuff about Jesus and all the victory that he's achieving here, he says, what are we supposed to do? Just sit around on chairs and wait for this? No. He says, I got stuff to, for you to do with your hands and your feet and your conveniences and your money and your time. That's what uh, that's what the work is. And how much? Lots. It's going to abound. 
So maybe one of the problems in the church today is that it asks too little in response to him who has given everything. So give yourself to the work. How much? A little? No, really it says a lot. And this is, now some of you are hard workers. You know, it's a, it, this is coming from America, and many of you Americans are working hard. But, but the question is, would it be towards the Lord? So I always tell the story, as I love to play with kids, and one of the questions they frequently ask is, what is your superpower? And here, Paul is saying, your superpower should be work. You should excel at work. All right, so that's the hands part of it. Now let's turn our attention towards the head part of it. And that is knowing that your labor is not in vain. Uh, vainness is one of the themes of chapter 15. Um, and it's a the, the, the great line, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. So vanity this, you know, uh, foolishness and vacuousness. And what he's saying here is Christians, Christ did his work and and all the things we do in line with that is not vacuous. It's not foolish. And how do we know? It says, knowing that your labor is in vain. Another translation says, because you know stuff, then, so abound in the work because you know something. And in other words, let your head inform your hands, because you know, do. So there's there's an awareness and experiential knowledge that is at work here. All right, not in vain. Now, I was thinking about uh, changing diapers in the church. Now, if you work in the nursery, you get to physically change poopy diapers. And it's a simple work. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is straightforward, at least. Taking care of Make sure the kids don't die in the hour or two that you have them. Okay. The rest of the work in the in the in the church is kind of the same thing. It's not changing literal diapers. It's changing uh, figurative uh, diapers. Those diapers being uh, sin and rebellion and deceit. People are messy. The church is messy. But no, have you ever tried to work with junior hires? Uh, the work is not in vain. The, the Lord gives us this work and let it be a labor of love. All right, so in conclusion, uh, how's your abounding going or even your starting? Have you given yourself fully to this? Or, you know, is it, and hopefully it's a superpower of yours. Is your heart set on doing too much work? Is work your superpower? And then also, is it for the, the Lord or is it for your employer? So throw yourself at the work for sure. So Lord Jesus, I ask that you reset my heart for doing your work. And I pray for me and my brothers and sisters that we would do more work, that we would super abund, abound in your work. And let my work be of a spiritual superpower, a spiritual nature. And I pray, Lord, that you would change my mind and to know that my labor, whatever it would be, uh, in your kingdom would not be in vain. So in conclusion, waiting, spiritual waiting, is not just sitting around. It's working, it's abounding, and it's knowing. It's knowing that our labor is not in vain. Thanks for listening. Go work hard today.